the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to the Superiority Complex, everybody. We had a false start, had some battery change, but we're back. Justine's here, Jake's here, Patrick's here, John's here. How's it going, everybody? Hey. 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 I'm sorry, Justine likes her own intro. Hi, Justine. Hi. How's it going? Good. Oh, good to hear you. You sound great. She's going to cut my hair today. Oh, nice. Let it happen, man. My wife did a fantastic job on my hair. It looks great. I only understand bowl cuts. <laughs> so he's gonna look like Mo Howard, I guess. Uh, why do you o- why do you only understand bowl cuts? Because <laughs> I have bowls. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. She's kind of crazy. What does that mean? He's gonna look like Ringo Starr. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah. Are you gonna keep giving him the alt right uh, fanboy haircut, or are you gonna are you gonna switch it up a little bit? Uh, we're gonna do like a Demi Moore look. A, a Demi Moore, <laughs> you know, you know what's great is we've been in the middle of the '80s, so you've been probably getting a lot of good hairstyle uh, uh, yeah. ideas no, from the great, '80s movies. We've been great watching. ideas. Yeah, you could probably make something happen with that. Who's uh, somebody typing Who out? Is a- typing? Sorry, I was looking something up for the movies. Mm-hmm. Apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't do this. Earlier? God. Damn. Done. Hey, it's for the show. It's hey, give him a break. It's for but the show. But he's got that super clicky mm. keyboard. Like, just look it up on your phone. <laughs> he's looking it up on his Corona. Yeah. I'm done. Jeez, Jeez Louise. You know, at least, we don't, at least we don't have the door beeps. You know what I mean? Do people miss the, I heard the click keyboard again. That thing's super clicky, Patrick. You're not going to get one not by me. us. It is you're not me. You're not going to get one by Jake. us. Jake, now what are you touching my keyboard? Jake, what are you what are you looking up? Huh? What are you looking up? You're not the you don't you're not the one that looks things up. What I can't look up for my reference? What what were you looking up? (laughs) Hmm? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Hey, why is everybody so why is everybody so cranky today, huh? It's hot hot out there. It's because it's hot. I'm getting some uh, Getting some hostile vibes. Well, I'm feeling some hostile John, vibes we've been here. quarantined, all right? We just want our freedom back. We want to go out, mm. okay? The government's what? not letting us. This is all a big hoax, I, you know? I'll we, tell you what. Go down to City Hall and wave your gun. Hey, <laughs> if, hey, Mario, if you see a virus, wave your gun at it. That's it. I'm just going <laughs> to wave my gun, John. We just, we, you know, it's our freedoms that are being infringed upon here. And I don't think people, yeah. you, I don't, what you pay, you know, I thought we were all supposed to be patriots. And in the minute the government tells us to just stay inside, we do it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm Ridiculous. angry, John. Angry. Angry that mm. Governor Newsom, this is all a plot to take down our <laughs> fine president. And it makes me angry because I'm a patriot, John. That's right. And, you, know, you know, I think the whole thing's a hoax. And I I'm not, well, John, let me, let me just tell you something about myself. I don't live in fear, John. Okay. I do not live in fear. And it incenses me that people would imply that I live in fear. So I'm going to show you that I don't live in fear by congregating with a, a couple thousand people down at the beach. It's going to be nice down there. We'll go down there. And uh, yeah, we're going to demand our rights and our freedoms. That's what we're going to do. Mm. So I'm sorry if I'm a little touchy, John. And I feel I'm sure I'm sure the fine patriots in this room feel the same. Am I right? Am I right, guys? We're not in, this, we're not in the same room. I don't oh, know. Are you right? You no, know, we are in the same room, Jake. That's the gag. Mm. That's the gag. See, it's a gag. Mm. I'm not. I'm not in that room. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking out of this room. Jake, 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 Jake. I said I just called you Jake. Gake is uh is uh he's practicing social distancing. Mm. Mm. I have been. Yeah, da, 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 like a good upstanding citizen. Yeah, or like a good like just like a good human being. You know what I mean? You're not trying to kill yeah. anybody in I'm you know what? I am saving I'm saving your grandma from dying early you know, to the virus. I don't have so that, you're welcome. Listen, I don't have that kind of time for that measured level headed thinking bullshit. All right. I just want to go off on my emotions. And I want to rage. This is my moment. This is my civil rights moment. Buffalo Wild Wings 
I want to go and drink at my happy hour. I want to eat my. I want to eat my wing. I want to eat my boneless wings. Let me and ask have you a good time. Let me ask you a question about your boneless wings, Jake. And I'm serious. You like it? You like a sauce on there? You like a dry rub? What do you like? Uh, ooh, I don't know. A little bit of both. I I think I tend to like the the dry rub stuff more. But all right, Justine, I'm. I'm oh, go ahead. I'm, sorry. I'm fine with some sauce. You like sauce, Justine, or you like the old uh, dry rub there? Saucy. You like a saucy, <laughs> John Sandy? What do you say? You like a you like a sauce, or you like a dry rub? Lots of sauce. Okay, sauce. Patrick, saucy. You like a little uh, the old dry rub, if you know what I mean. Sauce. Nope. Sauce. You like sauce too, huh? All right. I do. I don't mind a dry. You know, I've had lemon garlic dry rub. They have at uh, at B Dub Dub mm-hmm. is pretty, pretty, pretty good. So, have you guys ordered anything exotic for takeout, or are you just strictly uh, cooking food at home? What's going on, guys? What's going on? We order sushi every once in a while, Mexican food. But we tend to, we always ordered food, though, yeah. online. Because I've had Indian food. I've had, oh, recently I had Mediterranean. Mm. Mm-hmm. How was that? Okay. Mm. It was delicious. Oh, nice, nice. Good to, good to, good to mm-hmm. hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what do you do when you're, uh, when you're eating? Do you just sit down and read the Yelp reviews of all the bad reviews you get at your store? Is that what, what you do? or? What do you what do you do? What I do when I'm eating? Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird question. How you know, some people, people, right, right. Some people like to distract themselves while they eat. You don't just stare at a wall. Well, you know what I mean? In the morning I play Ken Ken while I'm eating. In the morning, early in the morning when I na, na. I got in trouble, guys, by the way, for doing my uh, Michael Stipe last week. I got in a lot of trouble for that here at the house, so Oh, let's hear about it. I know. Well, I just, it was annoying, apparently. Just like I said, that's the way Michael Stipe's voice sounds to me. And so I'm trying so to. So people com- complain? Just one person. And who was that one person? Who's the only person I answer to, John? <laughs> Your wife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't make me say it. Are you telling me. Are you telling me that Nicole is an REM fan? No, she just hates the way I do Michael Stipe voice. Ah. Uh. Because I thought maybe I had some solidarity there with another REM fan. No, you and you have to find the other one, John. It's, it's like a, it's like your quest uh, for you. You have to find the one other I think, REM. I think uh, <laughs> I think I'm alone, but that's all right. It's okay. It is. I mean, that's a, I look. There's bands I like that I know I'm the only person I like this band. So uh, it's okay. Mm. We all have a band like that. So. That's right. But uh, the REM, they were big for five minutes. They had a huge uh, moment there in the late 80s, early 90s. They were huge. But as I said, they they had had a five-year career that was pretty damn solid before they had a hit. And that's the stuff you ought to check out. Mm. Maybe. Is Michael Stipe still the singer? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You know what they used to joke about? Those first five albums, you can barely hear... Uh, he's mumbling a lot, so you can't tell what the lyrics are. It seems really mysterious and odd. And somebody said, as soon as you can make out what he's saying, the band just goes south. You know, <laughs> it just goes in the toilet. Oh wow! It was better when it was sort of like uh, odd and mumbly and mysterious. You know, I'll have to check it out. Maybe. Yeah, check it out. Someone, someone out there, it. someone out there likes REM. If you like REM and you want to That's support right. our friend John Sandy, give us a shout out on Twitter at Complex, S O U P Complex. John, a That's lot right. of people. I will tell you, there's a lot of people out there, and I'm I'm looking at Michael Bagford, I'm looking at Eric of Aragon. There's a lot of people out there that disagree with me, and they're not afraid to call me out on my BS, mm. and I will not have it. <laughs> After that episode, of course, I, I popped in life's uh, an REM album called Life's Rich Pageant. Oh and I yeah, it all week, lo- and I played it all week long. That it was that- when they were still a little bit. Un- they were kind of like under the radar. They really weren't like this national hit group yet. And I played that album all week long. I thought, gee, if if Mario could just sit in the car with me and listen to this wonderful album with our masks on, uh, the doors. with our masks on. Uh, and our scuba gear. You know what? You know what? Life's rich categories. pageant. You know who that reminds me of, right? You know who the who the phrase "life's rich pageant" reminds me of, right? Uh, well, it, that's where they got the title. But it, it reminds me of, uh, of of Paul Paul Stewart, your buddy Paul Stewart, who whenever oh you, right, whenever, right, right, whenever you would say something horrible happened, he'd just go, "Nah, it's all part of life's rich pageant." <laughs> you know that's a that's a uh, that's a. 
That's a Peter Sellers line oh. from one of the Pink Panther movies. Oh my God, uh, it was it was, uh, and that's where they, that's where they got it from. Was that? Uh, oh but yeah, God. Paul was full of great lines like that. <laughs> it's all part of Life's Rich Bad. That's what he would say, yeah. and it would make me laugh yeah. every single time, guys. Every single time, guys. It's time for the digital. He, uh, oh, sorry. I love how he, he was constructing these, uh, you know, Kyoto's. He's constructing these crazy three-stringed instruments from the Orient, and. Uh, you know, it took him a lot of time and effort, and then he'd learn how to play something on it. <laughs> he'd play it for his dad, and his dad would just go, it's kind of got an unpleasant sound, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, and he'd just go, thanks, Dad. <laughs> took me like three months to get this thing up and running. Thanks. I remember he was a, he was, he'd built a, he built a harp. He'd built his own harp, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when he was working. Yeah, he, he played it. Uh, he got so proficient, he was playing at weddings and funerals. You know, he's really good at good at it. Oh, good old Paul Stewart. All right. Yeah. Uh, listen, guys, guess what it's time for? Your I give new up. What? favorite podcast. What's that, Justine? Your new favorite podcast. The Superiority Complex. <laughs> what is it like? It's like... Honey for your ear holes? Oh, it's awful when you say it. Awful. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it? Is it the uh, digital uh, movie club? It is time for the digital movie club, guys. Blah 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 blah. I'm gonna Yen get dun. you, sucker. Yen dun. There we go, guys. Nice. Welcome. I was expecting you to blow through it, so I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was for Justine. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Why, John? Because it's true. That's right. uh, no, because when we used to do it, you know, at the shop, it like the windows would rattle when Patrick did it. And now it's like he's on a major sedative. You know? <laughs> well, because he's in a house full of people and he's embarrassed. Oh, that's no, right. I don't want to peek the mic. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't mind you peeking my mic, if you know what I mean. Whoa. You don't, but yep. I think our listeners do. Hello. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. It's at least one. Hello. That's, Hello, listeners. That's her in the corner. <laughs> you, really you can, you can peek my that, you, you can, can peek my mic anytime. Yep. With some dry, yeah, that's great. With some dry rub. Um, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right Justine, along. Justine, don't try to put the show on track. You let us go off on our little <laughs> tangents, all right? That's what the people don't want. Ruin this don't for do us. This. We are here to give the people what they want. Guys. Mass hysteria and confusion is how we live our life. What Come movie should we tackle first? Should we tackle Fletch or Los Goonies? What do you guys want to do Whatever first? Whatever makes you happy. By the way, guys, we missed um, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And we missed... Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, man. What did you guys watch? May the 5th be with you. Did you guys watch anything special for uh, Cinco de Mayo? Did you celebrate? No. Did you celebrate no. anyway? I watched the taco go in my mouth. Wow. Oh. Hey, what, did it have ranch dressing on it, you heathen? Not at first. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that conversation went. I can't even. You know what? Let's get back on track. <laughs> you're right. You're right, Justine. Let's get back on track. Had I only listened to your warning and gotten on track, uh, would have been smart. Let's talk about it, guys. Damn. What do you want to start with, Flesh or the Goonies, Justine? Only I leave it to you. Uh, the Goonies. All right, guys. Is that really the theme? <laughs> John, did you did you not watch the the movie? I think that's the Robin Hood theme. <laughs> you didn't you didn't watch it, huh? You didn't watch the movie, John? I did. Yep. I don't remember that theme. <laughs> At the end on the pirate ship. Because he, he's watching ah, okay. the he's, when he comes down the sail, he's, watch, the he's watching the Seahawk, and then later on, hey, that's right. Yep. Hey. 
I can see we really paid attention this week, guys. So I was eating a baby Ruth while I was watching the uh, movie. Beautiful. Root. Root. Baby? Root. All right. Uh, Justine, what did you... I mean, let, let's talk about your relationship. First of all, I'm sorry. Patrick, let's crunch the numbers on this. Tell us all about all right. it. Talk about 7. it. 7.8 on IMDb, 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, 1985, with a grand total of 62.6 million worldwide. Wow. Wow. What was the budget on this? Uh, budget wow. was uh, 19 million. Actually, pretty big budget for its day, oh, but it's Spielberg, you. so it makes sense. Spielberg definitely produced it. You can tell. Richard Donner was our giant stage in the uh, in the ship. Mm-hmm. Richard Donner was our was our director. Is that correct? Uh, is that correct? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was that was it? Chris Columbus writing? Uh, uh, let's see. Find out who the writers were. Yeah, Chris Columbus wrote the screenplay. Mm. There you go. And, and then, uh, you know, it was, it was the Spielberg group. It was the Spielberg team that put this movie together. Uh, Dave Grusin mm. uh, is like a like a, like a a jazz guy, and uh, his uh, score is very evocative of uh, John Williams. For a long time, I thought John Williams had done the score for this movie yeah. when I was a kid. It felt sure. it feels very much like a, Spiel, a junior Spielberg production. It's like the... Oh yeah, the beginning like feels yeah. All of it feels very very. Uh, but yeah, uh, this this movie was released in '85, and I remember feeling like I think it came out. I was like 13, about to turn 14 or something, and I felt like this was it was really I was really too old for it. But I found myself enjoying it anyway. I was like, oh, I shouldn't be liking this, but it was kind of like the first movie I felt kind of was like a guilty pleasure movie for me, where I was like, mm, I should be too old for this, but for some reason I really like these scrappy kids, and it's kind of like a giant episode of the little rascals and i'm, I'm kind of digging it so <laughs> i was gonna say that's yeah. how i felt when i saw tom holland on screen but then you got a little weird at the end what do you mean <laughs> oh no i didn't think i was supposed to like him yeah not not in, in that way although i did have a yeah. thing for uh for what's her name i did have a thing for uh, um andy uh, yes when i was like 13 yeah what mm. right you know what i'm saying I, I mean, yeah. I, I could have, yeah, sure. I could have stepped very, stepped into the Josh Brolin role very easily when I was thirteen, guys. I just wanted mm. to know that. <laughs> All right. Uh, when did you first become acquainted with this movie, Justine? I don't know. I think it's just built into my system when I was born in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just downloaded, and I was like, I know this movie. Yeah, Jake, would All you right. would you agree that that's it, or do you remember? Do you have a memory of when you first? Uh, <laughs> When you first came in contact with this film, Jake. Huh? Oh my God, Patrick! Oh my God. I thought you were talking to Justine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't say my name in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you woke him up. Huh? <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening to me, Jake, when I talk. Good movie, yeah, good movie, yeah. Good movie, yeah, it's, yeah. What are we talking about, True Grit? Uh, yeah, Iconic 80s movie, it's good. Mm-hmm. Good, three out of ten, guys, moving on. Uh. Okay, bye, Jake. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh... <laughs> this movie has not I don't think this movie's age ball at all. That's not what he asked you. I know. <laughs> uh, Repeat what what was the question? Uh, <laughs> it's hot, I can't focus. It wouldn't have been so bad if I hadn't heard the keyboard click right before he goes, huh? That would that was that was the kiss of death. Like <laughs> Let's <laughs> playing Angry Birds. Hey, I love how angry. I love how much Patrick's laughing. <laughs> I think that's my goal. That's if I can get Patrick to laugh like that. Then oh, is that you why you did it? That was it. Was all an elaborate ploy to get Patrick to laugh. Yeah, that's your goal during the podcast. You're a, right? you're a humanitarian. I asked the question was when did you first become aware of the film The Goonies? Was it something that you 
grew up with. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. It's a good movie. No, it's not what I'm asking. We're going to do this for the next hour, you know. I don't when did you become aware? <laughs> what? Huh? Huh? That was a good movie. Huh? What? 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 Movie? what? <laughs> what? Where? Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, good movie. <laughs> I said, when did you first become aware of this movie? Oh, it's a good movie, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. He starts I don't remember. About it. He starts talking about it already. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Growing up in my house. My mom always watched eighties movies, so I don't remember exactly when I saw it, but it was when it was when I was growing up. I'm sorry, what? That wasn't so hard, was it? <laughs> what? What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm picturing Jake like leaning back in the chair with a newspaper over his head going, what? 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 Huh? I, I, I mean, I mean, you're half right. I'm about to disconnect Jake right now. <laughs> Is that possible? You can do that? Yeah, absolutely. How do you do that? And Jake's kicked out. And okay. Mario can do that. What's that? Kick out one of us. Oh, I, can. <laughs> I can't turn off your mic, but I can, I can boot you. That, that, that can happen. I see. Yeah. Okay. He can kick. He can kick me out. You get voted off okay. the island. It was funny though. It made Patrick laugh. And now Patrick's awake. See, how you feeling, Patrick? Take me. I feel great. I felt this cathartic. <laughs> we need a good laugh. We all need a good laugh now and then. That's what I'm here for. Anyways, I probably saw this when I was like eight. It's about the time I think. It's a good time. It's a good time. I think it was just constantly on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. I know I've a lot. sat through it. I know I've sat through it. Um, yeah, Pat- they didn't make a second one because I probably would have mixed the two up. Patrick, when would you say you became aware of this movie? Did you grow up with it? Probably or? when it was about like eight. <laughs> <laughs> See, that wasn't so hard, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's our show this week, folks. Thanks for listening, John. Now this, this John. Now this was released. You were already a, you were a grown ass man when this movie came out. I hate to tell you, I was like fifty the first time I saw this movie. <laughs> wow! And it wasn't bad. I liked it, but I thought, you know, if I'd seen this when I was like, you know, eight or nine, I would have just loved the hell out of it. It yeah. would have been just the greatest to see these kids digging for pirate treasure and sure. running away from, you know, it just would have been the greatest. It's the sort of movie that, that Disney used to do, you know, um, back in the sixties, there was a, they did a movie called the secrets of the pirates cove. And, but with, you know, probably like a fourth of the budget. You know? <laughs> it was like, yeah. And I'm sure, you know, Spielberg wrote the story for this. He didn't do the script, but he actually did the story. And I'm sure that's what he was tapping into is all that great old Disney stuff from the, well, 50s and 60s. He actually know. based this and, on, uh, on. He actually based this on Mama's Little Pirate. The the. Um, oh, is that right? Yep, yep. That's no he, kidding. That's what he based it on. Wow. The, so the original uh, Little Rascals. How yeah. about that? Yeah, that's what he based it on. Yeah. So hmm. he's thinking if he had the if he had the budget, yeah, <laughs> you know how Roach had, you know, a, a tenth of the budget. You know. You know what's trippy is that that when I think about that episode because that was one of the ones that. They didn't show all the time, you know. There was like five. We we always got the reruns on the of the Little Rascals. It was always the later ones, like Froggy and all that stuff, and Robert Blake and all that. Those are the rotten ones. Yeah, yeah. we didn't get a lot of the you know, you, or the ones you would get, you know, the 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 ones you would get from the uh, from the original Our Gang would be like the one where where they're eating mush, or you know, you'd see like the same five <laughs> over and over. And when when they would show, there was another one that I remember where they where they're camping out by like a little like you can tell it's on a set, but it's supposed to be out by like a lake or something. Uh, yeah. there's, there's one where they go camping, and I th- mm-hmm. that one and Mama's Little Pirate seem like a fever dream to me. Like when I think about yeah. what they look like and and how they were shot and everything. It seems like like a and kind the music. of music. Yeah, it seems like kind of a fever dream to me. So they're uh, kind of creepy. Yeah, they're kind of creepy because the music and the way that they're paced, and also they're early talkie, so the sound is kind of weird. So you're right; they kind of feel odd and disturbing. Yeah, exactly. So that's what he based it on. So uh, uh, yeah, when I when I saw this as a, as a young man, uh, um, I think I don't remember who I went with. I don't remember my brother and I went. My dad and I who who went. We did not show up until. 
the scene we walked in, I remember it's the scene where Brandon realizes they let the air out of his tires. That's right when we walked in. Mm. That's how much of the movie I watched. Yeah. I watched. But watching it this time, I haven't seen it in a while, but watching it this time, I was surprised. This movie doesn't get going for like a good 40 minutes. Mm. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of just setup of the kids just like, you know, at the at their house and doing all that stuff and setting up the story. But they really don't get going till they get to the restaurant. You know, things don't really yeah. get going. But, uh, you know, they're not, they're not, it's not, they're a bunch of kids, you know, but it's not bad. None of them are bad actors, you know, they're not, uh, you know, it's funny. They're doing some funny stuff. They have some good, uh, good chemistry between the kids for sure. Um, and, uh, so yeah, uh, I, yeah, I was like 13 or 14 when this movie came out, but, uh, for me, this, this viewing, I feel like it's still the same. It's not like one of my essentials, but I don't mind when it's on. I don't like, you know, it's not up yeah. there. It's not up there in the pantheon for me, but it's like, oh, this is, you know, this is a solid movie. What did you think, Justine, watching it again? Um, I used to get very excited when I would be able to watch it. Um, this time around watching it, and it's probably been, it's for sure been more than 10 years that I've seen this movie. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just I can't stand Chunk. I really can't stand him. <laughs> well, he annoyed I, me so bad. I think there's I a just, reason. I think there's a reason that he goes off screen for, um, so for he he's gone for you know half of the movie, and I think there's a reason. Yeah, for that. and I was okay with that. Like his whole personality just annoyed me. Um, and like. I just don't think it has the as much of an impact as it did when I was younger. So watching it now was like not disappointing. It's just it was like a it was just okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, what stood out yeah. this what, what stood out this time? Is there anything that you hadn't noticed before or that you that you liked better now as an adult or was it all less uh, was, was it was everything was everything uh, diminished for you? Um, yeah, like, I guess now I'm seeing, uh, I don't know, like, the string, like, I know you you can see how the booby trap was working, but I don't know, like, now I can actually pay attention to how it was working. Mm-hmm. It's like a bit much to open up a gate door. Just a bit much. Oh, the, the, Rube, <laughs> the Rube Goldberg thing to open up the gate? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was probably half their budget right there were all those Rube Goldberg machines. <laughs> and it was kind of like, when does it blow up a new balloon to like get ready? Like, who replaces that balloon? <laughs> I don't know. I had all these little things. And then the booby trap, I was like, hey, that's a bowling ball. When did the pirates get a bowling ball? No, it's a, it's a cannonball. Uh, it was a cannonball. Oh, got it. Still boring. Um... <laughs> yeah, I just it was a uh, I don't know. Are you mad that da- okay. are you mad that Data huh? used the James Bond theme? When? When he was going from the when he was going across, he had like a zip line to go from his house to Yeah, uh, when he swung over, yeah. Oh I didn't even realize that. Yep. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, he has a little I think mm-hmm. he was just happy for sloth. Oh, but I will say like at the end, I started crying, and I was—I uh, don't know why I did. Because of sloth. Because they saved their house. No. <laughs> All right, uh, Jake, are you with us? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good movie. So, Jake, you what? said you said oh, earlier what? you you let slip earlier. You didn't think this held up. What? Uh, what, what, what? Tell us about that. Talk about it. I don't know. Justine kind of touched on it. Chunk, I, I didn't. I don't know if I didn't realize or if I didn't really pay attention enough to how they annoying they made Chunk throughout most of this movie. Oh. It really, it really, it really stood out to me in this one. It's, Whoa! It's just like, Hold on. It's, it's Hold on. Hang on. Hang on, Jake. Hang on, Jake. You Jake got, is creepy. You got demon. Yeah, you got demon bad. voice. You went all robot. <laughs> How about now? There you go. There you Better. Go. Uh, so okay. we were reviewing The Exorcist. So go ahead, yeah. Jake. How much? <laughs> how much of yourself did you see in Chunk? That's what I'm asking. Really. <laughs> I think you hung up all of it. Huh? 
No. It was a long, hard look in the mirror, wasn't it? It was. It was. Um, no, it wasn't that. It's just his whole character is focused on food. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's, well, he's a fat kid. To the point where it's like... Get it? Yeah, but... Ha, get it. Ha, ha, fat kid. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does. I mean, he's in in a life or death situation where he's like, guys, we're going to die. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, ice cream. And then everything's better. He does have that great scene, though, when he starts confessing everything he's ever done. Mm-hmm. That yeah, scene. That was the best that, scene. That scene That's still makes that funny. That scene still makes me laugh, and the way I Robert was too <laughs> The whole throwing up thing is a scene from Spielberg's childhood. He uh, actually did. Oh, uh, it did it really. Yeah, is that true? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a scene that uh, a friend of mine and I always quote to each other. Uh, there is, you know, chunk characters annoying, but the kid is good. Because he can deliver, he can deliver some good lines. There's a like the scene where he gets out and he runs along the road and he's like, "Hey, you gotta help me. We got this. We got captured by this really disgusting family, the Fratellis." And just the way he says "disgusting," I'm like, "Oh my god, the, it's a, the kid's a good actor." So maybe yeah. that's why. He's, yeah, he's selling you at being annoying, huh? Yeah, it's not the actor that's the problem. I think it was just, just the character. They focused solely on his love for food, uh, the, the, and to the point of it being a parody. Yeah, of it. it was kind of they just kinda they boring. gave him they gave him so many faults. That's true. Him like him like telling too many stories that were bad, like or um, fake, and all of that was fine. <sighs> He had too he's many clumsy. faults compared to. He's everyone. clumsy. He's always dropping stuff. He's yeah. clumsy. Yeah, he's like the he's like the klutz. The he's the, he's mm, the one they don't like. Spread like, it out. They put yeah. everything on him. Yeah, he, he has bad. He can't dress well. He's wearing plaid pants with a Hawaiian shirt, which nobody was wearing in the eighties. Um, so yeah, unless you're the guy with the safari hat in Commando. Um, <laughs> Uh, Patrick, let's talk about it. What did you think? The Goonies, how does this hold up for you? I used to love this movie as a kid. Like, growing up, I remember watching this and being really excited that, you know, like, it was these kids on this adventure. Um, it, I think it lost a lot of the, you know, kind of glitz and glam for me as I've gotten older, just because you view the movie more as an adult now and the impossibility of it is very staggering and sometimes hard to buy into. Oh, okay, you, you can't so, suspend mean, that, your disbelief. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes it's not as easy to suspend it just because like it's so it it doesn't have a good mesh between the fantasy and the reality of the situation. Like, so I don't know. Um, I still enjoyed watching it, but I definitely don't think it's as amazing as I thought it used to be. Of course, but that's part of the hey. This is Peter Pan, guys. You can yeah. never go back to Never Neverland. You know what I mean. There, we don't have to have another Peter Pan movie. I just broke it down for you guys. Um, so we don't have to watch Huck? Yeah, oh, thank God, no. Oh, we're watching Huck. John, uh, let me ask you this. Now, you saw this many years later, and you said you would have loved it, right? I think, um, I just have a hunch that if I'd seen this as a very, you know, very young, like first or second grade, it probably would have been a mind blower, you know? Sure, of to course. these kids yeah. chasing around, you know, and... I probably would have loved all the uh, secret compartments and all that stuff on the ship, all the trap doors and booby traps to get to the treasure. But yes. there's just no way of knowing because I was so much older by the time I got, I was always hearing about it. Like, Oh, you got to check out the Goonies. You got to see it. And God, at 50 to see this for the first time at 50, I have no idea. I, I can only assume that if I was much younger, I probably would have, I would have loved it. Yeah. yeah. Um, at, at, you know, you could just see that all the kids are a little too hammy, very tough to pull this off. I think Sean Astin is already a pretty good actor in this movie. He's the most subdued. He underplays it in a way that the other kids don't. The other kids are pretty yeah. pretty much over the top. But he's, he's already got some acting chops. And so you kind of buy all of his scenes. And um, I don't know. It just It's not the sort of movie I want to watch a lot because it's just sort of uh, a little too over the top, uh, a little too broad, you know, for me. What about, your, taste. What but, about uh, your boy Joey Pants? Who's that? What about your boy Joey Pants, Joey Pantalone? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I feel like his his role in this movie, him and uh, Robert Davi, 
it's kind of like the thankless job that um, Daniel Stern and uh, Joe Pesci had in Home Alone. Yes, yeah. yes. You're going. You're going, these are great actors, but they're being asked to do just ridiculous stuff, and that just doesn't work for me. So so you loved it. I don't know. But that's just me. I just, to me, it's just like, okay, once every 20 years, I can tune this in. And, you know, it's very much of its time. It is a time capsule. It's It re- yeah. definitely shows you what the Spielberg machine is firing on all cylinders. Uh, yeah, this and, is definitely, um, uh, let's make it, let's make a Raiders of the Lost Ark for kids is basically what this is. It's, and all that, I got to say, all those sets, all those pirate ship sets just look beautiful, but it does strain, uh, you know, credibility that that could exist, that this thing, you know, is there, but it sure looks great, you know. John. Yeah, it looks pretty. John, just your copper pot tried to get in there and he got smashed what i mean they explain it to you yeah yeah one-eyed willy it's uh, one-eyed willy that sounds like something dirty um it's the most uh I will, line in the whole movie i will say have you that, seen one-eyed willy i will say that there is a there is a uh, a line that i like to quote for no reason i drop it completely out of context and it's when uh which when ralph says uh, uh this is my wish this is my dream and uh, yeah, it didn't come yeah. true. That was his moment. So I'm taking him back. Heavy <laughs> I'm taking them all back. <laughs> you know, it is it is weird to see a young Josh Brolin too. It's very strange to see a very young right? teenage Josh Brolin. Right? Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yep, yep. Because he has turned into an amazing actor, uh, yeah. and so it's really weird to see him in one of his first roles. You know. Yep. Yeah. And uh, then you flash forward to No Country for Old Men. Same guy. Yeah. Crazy. Holy cow. Holy. Yeah, he's good. He's impressive. Uh, Justine, do you have any I'll trivia for? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. No, that's it. Justine, did you find out any trivia for us? you like to dig into the trivia? No, I didn't want to read much into it. Um, <laughs> I get very excited for a movie. I'll read it. Um, I feel like. Pat- this one, though, I just I watched an interview that they did recently. Did I tell you guys that? Um, yeah, they did a reunion. Yeah, they had a reunion with Josh Gad. And How'd that Steven go? Spielberg was there. Cindy Lauper was there. Josh Brolin was there. Everyone was there. How about that? Here's what I want to know, guys, and they never address it. So Josh Brolin is watching the Goonies music video, right? Right. Mm-hmm. In the movie. So did the Goonies name yeah. themselves after the Goonies? Did the Goonies in the movie name themselves after the song The Goonies? Oh. What do you call that? Is that like a that's a meta moment, right? That's yep. uh, very meta, right? Yes. <laughs> I want to know. Did they name themselves after the song in the movie? Was yeah, there, because in that video, universe was there they a like chasing around the sets? In the video, yeah. That's right. Captain Lou Albano. They're sort of like you're seeing like clips from the movie in the video, yes, it, right? Yes, yes. I think I don't. I haven't seen that video in a long time. No. I don't know. Uh, yep. It was. It was a hit. I think that was a hit, right? MTV played it all the yeah, time. Yeah, it was a big hit. The song was a hit. The movie was a hit. It was. A, it was. A, it was. Yeah. It was a good summer for that. Uh, let's rank yeah. this one, guys. Let's rank it. You know, going back and watching those movies from our childhood always troublesome. Always troublesome. <laughs> uh, you can never go home again, as they say. Uh, let's see if Jake, Jake, what are you saying, buddy? What, what do you give this one? Oh, the magic. The magic's gone for me. I give it like a, <laughs> like a six. <laughs> the magic's gone for me. Justine. Yeah. Um, I give it a seven. I would catch Josh Brolin. There you go, seven. Ooh. There you go, seven. And not his little brother. Gross. Ew. <laughs> Ew. He was, yeah, but he was standing in a hole. Um, Does, he have, <laughs> Does he have braces? Ew. Ew. <laughs> now, that's, now that's ditzy if she's like, yeah, watch out. There's a there's a hole in here somewhere. Uh, so Patrick. Uh, I think it's a six and a half for me. Yeah, six and a half. That's solid. John? John Sandy? Uh, I give it a five. It's well made. It just doesn't uh, float my boat, you know. Doesn't float your boat, but it's well made. I'm gonna go six and a half. Yeah. I'll go six and a half yeah. on that as well. I think that's fair. It's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I loved it when I was younger. And you get old, and you're like, okay, this isn't a great movie. But uh, let's say, guys, uh, shout out to uh, Latina actress Lupe Antevedos as Rosita, the uh, 
<laughs> yeah, she's a she's a native of uh, she's I think she's from Pico Rivera. So you would see her around town sometimes. You'd, really? see, you'd see her in Whittier all over the place. Yeah, real nice lady. No and then towards That's the end, so it kind of sucks because she played. She ends up playing uh, Selena's manager uh, in the movie Selena, who ended up you know if you don't know oh, the story, she kills her. Her face. Yeah. So you know, I pe- always remember her. Yeah, people always uh, kind of had a problem with it, but she was the nicest woman. She was super cool. And she was, you'd see her around right. town and you could just talk to her and she'd be cool. And, uh, you know, oh, that's really cool. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but she was, this is, she was great in there. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of great moments that I like. Um, so, and the, I don't know if you guys know this, the, the mom, um, uh, the mom in Mike, what is it? Uh, uh, Mikey and, and, and Brandon's mom is, um, the newscaster from, uh, Die Hard. She was the newscaster. Is that right? Yeah, she's the newscaster. She's she was a character actor as well. Character actress as well. Um, but yeah, guys, I you know I have a soft spot in this movie. I still I still enjoy it. Not as much when I tried to watch this with my daughter about ten years ago. I realized how much of how much inappropriate uh, stuff there was in like eighties movies for kids. It's like wow, we're just gonna we're swearing like sailors. What did, uh, what did she think of it when you saw it for first time for? Her? Yeah, uh, I just showed her bits and she dug it. She she thought it was cool. She dug it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids, kids love it. It's a good movie. You know, uh, is it the best movie? Kids no, kids. it's not the best movie. No, but it's it's not bad. It's good to revisit once in a while. It's good to revisit. But look, guys, let's let's turn the page now, <clears throat> and we're gonna go to a, a comedy that all the adults loved back in 1985. I want to say. Yeah, is that yeah. right, Fletch? Is that right? Yeah, it's 1985. 1985. Fletch, give us the numbers. All righty. So with a grand total of $8 million on the budget, it grossed $59.6 million with a grand total of six point nine on IMDb, 77% on Rotten Tomatoes, directed by Michael Ritchie, and story by Gregory McDonald. Uh, John, what else did Michael Ritchie direct? He did uh, The Candidate with Robert Redford, mm-hmm. and he did uh, Smile about the uh, beauty pageants with uh, Bruce Stern and Barbara Feldon. Wow. And um, there's one, there's another really big one that I can't think of. He did another really big one besides those two. Um, Patrick's on it right the now. Candidate was, the Candidate was huge, and that's a really good one. Peter Boyle and Robert Redford, or he's, he's running uh, for the Senate. Um. Yeah. What else? He had one other that was super big. Patrick's looking it up right now. Michael Ritchie, Fletch, Downhill Racer, Bad News Bears, The Candidate, The Golden Child, Bad News Bears. That's it. Bad. bad, That's it. The original Bad News Bears with Walter Matthau and Tatum O'Neill. That's it. That's it. Uh, Guys, how many? How many have seen this movie before? How many? Aside from John and myself, how many had seen this movie? Never. Never even heard of it. You had never heard of Fletch? That's nope. so Fletch. is the only time I've ever heard that. That's Fetch. <laughs> That's Fetch, not Fletch. Oh, sorry. Uh, try- nope, never heard right. it. Stop trying to make Fletch happen. Um, mm. Patrick, let's start with you. You're a huge Chevy Chase guy, but you don't like him when he's being silly. You like him when he's a little more serious, a little more down to earth. And you got a lot of that in this with a little bit of the slapstick mixed in. Patrick, give us your thoughts. Yeah, the fact that he wasn't a complete dumbass in this movie was wonderful. Like, he had his moments of being stupid, but his character in general was really smart, and I enjoyed it. I thought he did a good job. This movie was a lot of fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he's a capable... concept. Because he's capable, huh. it's just he plays dumb characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's just, like, the whole concept of, like, trying to figure out where the drug's coming from, how is it all interconnected, what's going to happen, does the guy really want to kill him? Like, I thought that was really cool, and, like, the whole narrator thing didn't even bug me. I enjoyed this movie. It was fun. Yeah, it's an 80s comedy kind of dressed up like a, like a noir, like a noir movie. Yeah, yeah, bit. yeah. And mm-hmm. the fact that he's, a, like, an investigative reporter, I think that's really cool. It's a well done movie. Um, did you have a favorite bit or a favorite character that he played? <laughs> um, I enjoyed the whole doctor scene, and then uh, also the um, uh, uh, the airplane scene where he's like pretending to be the airplane mechanic. 
it's funny. just really funny. <laughs> did you recognize? Did you recognize the uh, Burton Gilliam as one of the mechanics yeah. uh-huh. from Blazing Saddles and Paper yeah, Moon? Our friend great. from Paper Moon. Tell her I'll be up after my lunch break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Unmistakable you tape. did you enjoy it though you did enjoy it Patrick yeah yeah I enjoyed it I had a lot of fun with it I love it. it it had me laughing and that's the kind of Chevy Chase I like where he's not a complete and useless fucking idiot oh you're gonna hate our next uh, movie uh, uh, probably Justine what did you think I know you're a fan of the sexy the sexy Chevy Chase I did not think he was cute uh huh it definitely didn't go the way I thought it was gonna go like I knew he like had a thing for the guy's wife but I didn't think it was gonna build into that relationship in the beginning Uh because she just was horrible at tennis (laughs) (laughs) who would like someone like that but she was pretty calm and collective I would say like learning all that information and then him telling her to hold off like I don't know I enjoyed that part mm-hmm. um, also when he's uh, skating around at the beach it took me a while to realize that was him like, <laughs> oh I yeah did not know- I'm like why do we care about this random guy just going down the yeah going down the walkway I love it's it so cool it really feels like the 80s it did. Mm-hmm. It did feel right. like it. And you get a, cl- a quick uh, glimpse of a young Gina Davis. Get young Gina, yeah. Gina Davis in there. Boy, what a thankless, what a thankless role she had, huh? <laughs> but it was great where she does flip off. Uh, where she does flip off. Uh, yeah. And God, John, what what TV show was the editor guy from? Um, he he. Oh, um, was was he? I can't think of it, but he's in a million movies. He was in Popeye. If you ever saw the Robin Williams Popeye movie, yeah, wasn't he he's, in? He's, Lou, was he in Lou Grant? Is that why I always think of him in a in a newspaper role, or does he? Was I don't know. I, uh, I can't remember. He's in a million things, though. Oh, That's yeah. a Richard um, Richard Libertini. Yeah, he's great. He's always good. He's I, I think he's in all of me. He's the one that gets the plot rolling in all of me. Oh, that's right. That's he's right. Like, that's, he's, the holy man with the brass pot and all that stuff. That's where right. the soul goes in. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, we had a little bit of a technical Lord. difficulty there today. Uh today, just now. Uh technical difficulties abound today. But we are gonna fight through it, guys. And we were talking about Fletch. We were rudely interrupted there. Jake dropped out, Justine dropped out. It was weird, but we're back, guys. I'm so sorry. I apologize. A thousand apologies. Here we are. We're you could back just edit again. it, right? <laughs> Everybody riot. I wanted you guys to stop me. I was going to keep going. So, Justine, we were asking you, like, what did you think? What were your thoughts on this movie? I mean, does it hold up for you? Does it yeah, seem like I thought it's- that Gina Davis was supposed to be his love interest and ended up not happy that way. And it was kind of, I don't know, yeah. it was a pretty good twist around the movie. And like, I love that he was smart enough to um, solve it. It was, it was cool. Yeah. It was super cool. He's a capable yeah. guy in this. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah, I love that. And I really like that he loved the Lakers. That made me laugh, too. Like, his outfits and then him, like, just shooting. <laughs> you get to see the great yeah. Lakers, Chick Hearn. You get to see Chick Hearn. And you get to hear oh, yeah. F- yeah. Fletcher's 6'5", six, 6'9", six, with the afro. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Uh uh, so, but I'm glad you liked it. Uh, Patrick, you are a Chevy Chase fan. You like a more serious Chevy Chase. Justine just likes Chevy Chase. Jake is somewhere in the middle. So let's see what Jake thought. Jake, what did you think of this uh, Chevy Chase performance? Yeah, you know, yeah, Chevy Chase is kind of hit or miss for me. I didn't really like him in um, what, uh, uh, Three Amigos. Was it, it was a bad movie. Um, no, he's all right. It was the vacation. What is it? Um, National Lampoon. Oh, yeah. National Lampoon's vacation. You did not like him there? Did not like that one, no. But um, he was he was pretty good in this. Um, I just felt... I don't know why. I don't know what... I just felt the movie dragged on a little bit for me. But otherwise, I thought it was pretty good. I thought he did a great job. You could have cut a little bit out. A little... little uh, maybe it took well, a while to so. get... Just a little bit. Okay. What fat would you have trimmed? What fat? I don't. I don't know. I can't think of anything in particular. It just. It seemed like. Yeah. It just seemed like it dragged on a little bit. The whole maybe the, like the whole car chase sequence. I. 
I don't know if I just like if I didn't pay attention for a second, I totally missed why he was why he was in that car getting chased by the police. Because he from a car thief. He went no. He went to his house to. He was going back to his house, and the cops were waiting there for him because he had told. Remember, he told the chief he was going to write an investigative story. So he, the cops were waiting there for him. So he took off, and then the guy was trying to steal the car, but Fletch didn't know it. He just jumped in and said, "Oh, I'm here to take your car. We got to test your car for uh, emissions." And they took off in the car. Talk about the dumbest freaking editor ever. <laughs> Calling the story, the chief of the police. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the, well, editor, the editor of the movie. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, no, why no, would no, the, the editor of the newspaper? Yeah, why would the editor call the... Uh, call the... like, are you freaking kidding me? You're going to get this guy killed? That's what the story is about. He's calling him. I love it. Uh, pretty redundant. John, yeah. let's talk about know. it. Um... I, I like Fletch. You know, I, I I agree with Patrick. I don't enjoy Chevy Chase when he's playing a um, a dummy. When he's playing the dopey dad in the vacation movies, I don't enjoy that when he's playing a stupid character. But when he's playing sort of a wise guy, I, I enjoy that. So yeah. uh, Caddyshack, Caddyshack and Fletch are probably the best two, I would say. He gets the show is uh, what he does best, just be a smart ass and ad lib and kind of just, you know, uh, you know, this is kind of like the perfect showcase for him. And the um, the script is Andrew Bergman, who wrote uh, Blazing Saddles with Mel Brooks. Oh. And um, he also did The Freshman, if you remember that, with Marlon Brando and Matthew Broderick. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. So um, he's, a good, he's a good writer. And uh, he said Chevy Chase pretty much stuck to the script, but they would always do a second take where he could kind of ad lib and goof around. And they said sometimes that works so great they just left it in. Uh, that's why they picked Chevy Chase. They said he'll be able to bring something to this, so uh, you know it'll go it'll go beyond the script, which you could tell is kind that's of a cool. by the numbers, you know. Sure, uh, but I, I do like it. So yeah, this is probably, in my opinion, this is probably one of the two best things he ever did. You know, because in most movies he's playing, you know, the knucklehead, and I don't find that amusing at all. Uh, not at all. Yeah, I agree completely. You can be funny and be intelligent. Well, that's the thing on Saturday Night Live. That was the appeal of his characters. Usually, whatever sketch they were doing or the weekend update, he was always sort of like the, the wise guy. Yeah, he wasn't the dummy. He was the guy who was like you know one one step ahead. You know, kind of like a Bill okay. Murray. And you know, puncturing pomposity. You know, which is what makes all the Bill Murray movies so great. Uh, these characters are just puncturing all the you know all the guys that think they're in charge. That's the fun of it, you know. What's really fun about this movie is all the all the people that got to be in the character roles. Like you had yeah. Emmett Walsh as the doctor and you had Kenneth Mars show up and, you know, yeah. and... Uh, George had, Went. George Went, like all these characters in these great uh, roles. Yeah. And the guy from the Ames Home Loan commercial as the dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the guy from Spaceballs, the uh, the bald guy with the glasses from Spaceballs. Oh yeah, what's yeah. his name? George Winter. He, he's the, he's the yeah. lawyer. He's the lawyer. <laughs> uh, great stuff. I, there's yeah. a, there's a lot of great lines in this, and a lot of great little asides. Uh, and you know, there was a lot of chemistry. Him with the uh, with oh, you know, you, you gotta love Tim Matheson because he plays a great bad guy. He's always a great smarmy bad guy. Yes, you know? yes, we saw yeah. him. We saw him last in. Uh, so. We saw him last in 1941 trying to uh, to yeah. hook up with uh, Nancy Allen. So, you know, it was kind of nice to see him back. You know, he's had, he's had an interesting career. You know, he starts off as the voice of Johnny Quest, and then he does all those, you know, he does Animal House, and then he ends up uh, on the West Wing as the vice president, right? Hey, what was that where he, was he on the, was he on the West Wing? Yeah, I think he was playing the vice president. I didn't and, know that. Uh, so he's had a very interesting career. He can play good guys. He can play bad guys. He can do comedy. He can do drama. Kind of an underrated guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. In one of the all-time great comedies, though. And uh, in, and, and the bad yeah. guy in Fletch. Yeah. And he draws the foul. Um, <laughs> uh, Justine, let's rate Fletch. Let's talk about it. He didn't talk about it. Who didn't talk about it? Me? You, Mario. 
Oh, I it's one you, of Mario. It's one of my favorite. Talks with everyone else. It's one of yeah. It's one of my favorite uh, Chevy Chase movies, and uh, this was one of the movies I loved as, when I was a teenager. This is one of the first movies I thought I felt like was a grown up movie that I liked. You know, like uh, I remember thinking mm. when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this really this movie really wasn't made for you know teenagers, but it was it was it was f- cool and fun. And and when you when you met someone your own age who had seen it and and knew it, it was kind of cool. So I, I felt like that was kind of like a liking it. Like part a, of the cool ground. It was just like, oh, okay, I'm growing up now. I can, I get this. I understand why this is funny, and and you know, and it was. I still- think everyone remembers that first movie they saw that wasn't a kids' movie, and they're like, oh, this is a real movie. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, there were real movies, but uh, a lot of the movies. Remember a lot you of movies. I mean, that if I grew- you saw, if you're sitting through a lot of Disney stuff. And then all of a sudden, you see a real adult movie. You go, okay, this is a whole other ball game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, when you go from that to The Godfather, is a yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. You go from Son of Flubber to The Godfather. It's a whole different thing. You, you know? go, you go from Bugsy Malone to The Godfather Two, and you're like, wow, there's a difference. We're not, we're not. <laughs> You go from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang to Death Wish, and you go, wow, this yeah. is a whole other. You go from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, bang to thing. Death Race Two Thousand. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> you go from Bambi to I spit on your grave. You go, wow, this is really yeah, different. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. You go from from Willy Wonka to eating Raul and you know something's different. <laughs> we could do this all day, Mario. How about that, John? Mm-hmm. Huh? How about that? Huh? Well, how about that? How about that, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, mm-hmm. how you, doing? you go Fox and the Hound to Passion of the Christ. You know you're in for it. Whoa. Wow. That's a big <laughs> Wow. That is heavy, Doc. Uh, yeah. Yikes. That's life. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> That's life. That's what that they happened. say. That yeah. happened. Riding high in April. You know, riding high in March. <laughs> Shot down in May. Shot down in May. No kidding, man. We are, we were. I've been a pirate, a popper, a. a, a <laughs> Pencil, a, a paper, a, king. a pawn, and a king. <laughs> I'm just going to roll up in a great big ball and die. Uh, you know, a lot of people okay. like that Again, song. I don't know. How, I don't know if I. I don't know if I like that song. Okay. Uh, that was the Candyman. The Candyman. Who? Candyman. Yeah. Da 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 Let's rate Fletch. Justine. Um, I give it a seven. Seven, solid, solid. Uh, Patrick, seven. Ooh, solid, solid. solid. Uh, Jake, yeah, I'll give it a seven. Solid, solid. I can get behind that. John, it's about right. I'll give it a seven. Solid, solid. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a f- six. Just kidding. Seven. Seven. <laughs> Oh, he's so funny. Thank you. Unanimous. Another <laughs> unanimous. A unanimous seven for Fletch. Good job. Guys. Unanimous. It's in there. It's marked as unanimous. Unanimous. Uh, unanimous. Wow. Good job, guys. I'm really glad you enjoyed the Fletch. Yeah, Fletch was good. I definitely uh, watch it again. And then you guys got to see the sequel, Fletch for Fantasy. <laughs> That is an 80, there, there is a sequel called Fletch Lives, and uh, it's not good. Seriously, it's not good. John, do you remember? I suddenly lost interest. John? That is our seventh unanimous movie, guys. What, get, break them down. Seven? Break them down for us. What is our? What are our unanimous movies? And what How were they scored? How we great on seven? Wait, 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 wait. What? Where Eagles Dare eight? Fuck yeah! Dog solid Day movie. Afternoon nine. Mm-hmm. Solid movie. Logan's Run 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Trash movie. Uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan 9. Yes. Movie. Batman 6. Which, which one? Oh, oh, the Batman, the 60s Batman. Okay. Yeah. Ghostbusters 9. Okay. Fletch 7. Hmm. There you go. Wow. A lot of those are 70s and 80s. I they? thought we all agreed on Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think somebody uh, held the out. Of Some, the last are... Somebody held out and gave it a five or nine point five or something. It was probably me. Actually, yeah, you're right. Ra- it's just that someone gave it a ten point five, so I didn't mark it for some reason. You're right. Oh yeah. There we go. Should what I an mark asshole. it down? Who gave it a ten point five? 
I gave it a 10.5. Well, there's no going over. Stop it. So it's a 10. It's okay. I'll take out that 0.5. It's only a 10. <laughs> I knew Raiders like it. So that, was, that was our eighth movie. <laughs> I was ready to flip out if people didn't give Raiders. Anyway, well, we had another. We had another close one. And Sandy ruined Sandy it. Sandy, ru- yeah, yeah, Sandy, Sandy gave it nine point five. Which one was it? It was the thing. <sighs> wow. It was the thing and Star Wars Five: The Emperor Strikes Back. She also gave it an eight point five, and we all gave it a ten and above. Wow. She was a guest, though. How about the? With so the what thing do you want to do? Gave... Are you going against guests then? Because to... well, guests. I mean, we don't count that. delete I mean, all the guests. I mean, let's let's. let's <laughs> I mean, let's, guests. Guests let's, are all right. Let's talk about it. But I mean, we got to consider the source here, guys. You know what I'm saying? And Sandy's an engineer. You can put it, but she's you not can put a, an asterisk. But she's not a movie guy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I just marked it then, so we got the thing and Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars back. I will. Oh my god! I will make this work to my advantage, no matter what. I'm like a Republican. <laughs> I'm going to gerrymander the shit out of these ratings, so that we. And now Jake's got to explain it to Sandy. No, did, no, 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 yeah, you know what? Jake has to explain to Sandy that you give movies the proper rating. Or you, or you find someone else to quarantine with, and he's taking the cat with him. Whoa. Damn. I think I said when she was here, it's like, well, she's not part of, like, the crew. crew you did so, say that. You, know. you got a trouble. <laughs> I, did, I said that on that first episode. You did say, the episode you, said that. You, you did say that. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. You, you just called her straight out. You're like, yeah, you're not really part of the crew. And even I was you're like, wow. Original. Even I was like, Damn. wow, that's a bit harsh. Um, I'm trying to check. That's so far the only one. There was a little bit of controversy there. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. Sort of a kink controversy. Yep. Uh, guys, this is fantastic. This has been great. The 80s. We're about, the 80s are about to come to a screeching halt, guys, because we're going to hit no! some movies Stop right it. here in the middle that are just going to really. Mario. I, yeah. thought, I thought we were going to get some 80s James Bond. We are. Uh, All right. There we go. <laughs> well, do you think Justine? Well, uh, she's gonna think, love these. I was you up think on the balcony dig. and I went. Bleh. Unfortunately, we'll miss. <laughs> yeah, I started making noise like this. <laughs> so, so we. <laughs> if it turns out that she digs Timothy Dalton, there's only two. That's right. Well, here's the thing: we already we're missing out on Roger Moore's best, which is for your eyes only, which is a great Bond movie. Um, and you don't have it. I we don't. I don't have it digitally. That and Octopushy are actually Octopushy is not bad. Um, and View to a Kill. And View to a Kill, which isn't you know, which isn't great, but it's always fun to watch because it's so schlocky. Um, it's one of the worst. I'd put it in the bottom five easily with Diamonds Are Forever. Um, and uh, and Quantum of Solace. And uh, but uh, but uh, but. Uh, uh, yes, we we are going to watch some some eighties James Bond. He won't be back for a few years. We have a couple. We have some weeks, several weeks before we get back to uh, Bond. But uh, so what we're going to do is uh, next week we have Silverado, written by the great mm-hmm. Lawrence Kasdan. Silverado. Silverado is the name of that. Uh, it's a it's a debut or an early movie for our young Kevin Cosner. Although he is not the star, he is uh, in the movie in the movie a lot. Uh, we get the wiry, uh, you get the the great wiry uh, Scott Glenn, who is a big uh, who who Justine is a big fan of. Uh, mm-hmm. You get uh, Kevin Klein, and you get uh, uh, Danny Glover. So that's quite a cast with with uh, interesting a great a great and of ap- course John of course the great John Cleese great great a great appearance by uh, Brian Dennehy Brian Dennehy, the late the. The late Brian Dennehy is in there too. So, and then uh, we're going to watch uh, Desperado and or, I'm sorry, Silverado and uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Early Tim, nice. early Tim Burton Ooh. effort. I was Pee-wee. just watching Pee Wee. On what? On uh, Netflix. Pee Wee's Playhouse, That's the new one. How is it? No, the new one. Oh, the the holiday okay. Pee Wee's Big Pee Wee's Big yeah. Holiday. All right. Yeah, that's okay. All right, and then after that, we have a special. We're going to do. Uh, we're gonna do a special. We're gonna we're gonna move a, a movie that I forgot to put in the lineup, but we're gonna need it. It's a bridge film. We're calling this a bridge film. It's called Star Trek Three: 
the search for Spock. Star Trek Yay! Three. So we're doing three. No, 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 no. Yay! That's the following week. No, no. Following week. Okay. Following yeah. week, and then we'll be doing that. We'll be doing Fright Night. Fright Night the following week. So that's just to give everybody a quick update on what we're up to here at the Digital Movie Club. And uh, so this coming a week, we're going to watch Silverado and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yay! You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me, Dottie. I'm a loner, a rebel. What? Large Marge. (laughs) 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 I meant to do that. (laughs) I know this is your first flight, and it's mine, too. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your flight. (laughs) <laughs> Star <Yeah>. Tours, <laughs> what are you doing here? This is a combat zone. It's restricted. Ease off on your main thruster. Nothing? All right. Okay. Wow, what a weird ending. We got some weird energy there. It's like everybody just ran out of gas at the same time. <laughs> so let's not yeah, drag this out. Right. I'm sure the people at home, don't. the dozen listeners don't want to hear us just prattle on anymore. Fletch was great. The Goonies was okay. And uh, those are our thoughts for this week, guys, just in summation. So for Justine, for Patrick, for Jake, for John, for myself, we say this transmission ends now. We ask you politely to fight the power.